Welcome back to another episode of Polly Plus Amore Equals Us. This week, I know I said we were going to be um, talking to an astrologer this week, um, but that episode is actually going to come out next week. Um, so if you were looking forward to that, sorry, apologies, that episode will be out next week. This week, we are talking about chasing somebody else's love. This is something that has come up for me a lot um, and has also come up for Mike too. Um, yeah, and just thinking about, you know, why are we becoming polyamorous? Is it because we're trying to fill an insecurity? So let's just hop right into it so you can hear our discussion on it. Today we are talking about something that I really struggle with um, and so that's why we are talking about it today and it's chasing after other people's love even after you realize that like it maybe isn't working out. So that's something that I have really struggled with a lot in the past. Um, especially like before, before I met Mike, um, and just in dating in general. And actually I, I noticed the pattern again, um, a little bit once I started dating again, like once Mike and I opened up our relationship and started dating again, I noticed that that is a pattern for me is, um, chasing after, um, somebody's love when like, it's clear that they are like, no. <laughs> um, and I think part of that comes from like that, like lack mindset and also like the like unworthy mindset, that feeling of like, oh, I'm, I'm not worthy enough or I'm not good enough. And so I, I have to like chase after, um, you know, someone else's love because I, I like, I need all of it because I, I can't like, you know, but like there's not enough. Like, no matter how much I get, like, it's still not enough. Um, and really, that just comes down to me feeling like I'm not enough. That no matter how many, like, people like me or love me, it's still not enough. Because I don't love myself enough. That's essentially what it comes down to. Um, but so, yeah, the, that's a pattern that I, I started to notice... Um, probably a, a little bit before meeting Mike. And it was something that I also struggled with when, um, going back to, you know, right before I cheated on Mike and, and, you know, meeting this other guy and recognizing that pattern and saying like, okay, am I doing this out of, like, because I, I really want this, or am I doing this because I, I, I'm, like, clinging and needing more love? Does that make sense? 
Yeah, and so it's it's something that I've I've really struggled with, and and then when Mike and I were opening up our relationship, all like the same thing. I was like, okay, am I wanting to open up our relationship because that's what I really want, and polyamory is what I really want, or am I doing this because it, it's just a way for me to then keep pursuing and keep searching for more love when really what I need is to learn to love myself more. And so, I, I mean, I think it was a little bit of both. <laughs> um, and sort of the more that I've learned to love myself and appreciate myself, the less I fall into this pattern of just like chasing love or relationships that aren't right for me. Um, but even when, so even when I started dating again, um, so this was like at the end of 2019, um, I noticed that I noticed that I would like maybe go on like one or two dates with someone and I would feel a connection and I'd be like, Ooh, yay, all excited. And then like, maybe they just weren't feeling it. Or maybe the fact that I was married was just like weird for them, which is totally fine. But then I just like couldn't, I like couldn't accept that. I was like, no, because I have feelings for you. And so I need you to reciprocate. And so then it, it become, became this like chase almost instead of saying like, oh, okay, well, if, if me as I am isn't good enough or isn't what you want, then like, great, let's move on. I can move on to something else and find someone who does think me as I am right now is great. And so it's like, it's definitely like this self-esteem and self-worth thing. It's like, no, no, you can't, you can't like reject who I am. And so then it's like this chase of like, yeah. And it, it never ends up well, you You're know. You yourself. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it just never, it never ends well, of course. <laughs> but it's like this sort of like vicious cycle that happens. And so... That's something that I've been working on, and it's definitely something I considered and thought about when we were deciding to open up our relationship. And I can see how that could be very common for other people, too. That when, you know, you think like, oh, well, maybe I want an open relationship. Like, really considering why. Is it because, like, it's just an excuse for you to continue chasing love that you don't really need because you can't love yourself and so instead you're filling trying to fill that void with like more partners because let me tell you it's not gonna work <laughs> if that's what you're trying to do um or you know maybe you don't realize that on like a conscious level but on a subconscious level that's what's happening because that's what was going on for me so yeah, what? But do you still feel like that's going on, or is it <clears throat> is it different now? No, it's definitely different now. And but I can I can still now that like I know that that's there and I know that that's a pattern. It's something that I am really aware of and really try to consider. Um, and that's something that you know I ask myself often now is like, am I am I doing this for me? 
because I really want this or am I doing this because of like my patterning and my, you know, lack of self-worth. Yeah. 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 And I, I totally get that. You know, I have those same exact thoughts. We first started talking about being polyamorous, mm -hmm. like deciding why you truly want to do this. Yeah. And for us, deciding why we truly wanted to be polyamorous. Yeah. And for me in particular, I was, yeah, I was having that same, that same exact dilemma. It's like, am I doing this just to fill a void because I don't love myself and I'm looking for validation, you know, externally instead of internally? Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think there's, that's, there's still a part of that there for me too. Like, it's not gone. Yeah. Like, I'm still, there, there's many reasons. It's not just that, but I'd be lying to myself if I said that, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm totally, like, you know, I, I'm totally, like, comfortable. I feel, like, completely worthy and adequate. Yeah. I've definitely gone to a point where, like, I feel like I'm, I'm probably at, like, the highest level of, of self-esteem and self-worth I've ever had, and it feels great, but I'm still not exactly where I want to be. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, I think also dating and... I'm not really seeking like external validation, but I think for me to achieve the self-love that I want to have, mm -hmm. that's a part of it. Mm -hmm. And amongst other things, amongst kind of just dealing with my past anxieties and my past traumas and just past, yeah, it's all the, all the crap in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's uh, made me who I am today. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the parts that I just, I want to work on, that I feel like can make me feel whole, feel complete. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's actually been probably, like, the most fundamental question I've, I've had, and, like, the hardest debate I've had. Yeah. It's like, am I really doing this to feel better about myself? Mm hmm And only for that reason. Yeah. And it's, you know, that it, it is a part of it. Yeah. But there are other reasons, too. Yeah. Like, I think just... In general, just having more friendships and relationships, it's just that's what we as human beings need. Yeah. And I felt like I, I kind of ignored that in the past. I suppressed that feeling sometimes, and I wasn't as in tune with it. And then I, I didn't feel like I was the best at like seeking out social interaction and just connecting with people and friends. I just kind of like rode the friendships I had. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And so there's that desire just to, like, fully express myself and, like, better connect with, with people in general. Yeah. Including with potential new relationships. Mm-hmm. New uh, romantic relationships. Yeah. So there's that need. It's it's somewhat related, but not entirely the same. Mm-hmm. And also just, like, I don't know, I think it's just fun and exciting just to, like, be able to, like, play more. Yeah. <laughs> because there's, there's that part of it, too. It's not... And I mean, I'm, I'm not just going to, like... I'm not... That doesn't mean I'm not taking this seriously. I'm not like I wouldn't take a relationship seriously, but yeah. there's some excitement to it, mm -hmm. and it's it's exhilarating. It's fun. You know, it gives you something to think about, mm -hmm. <laughs> an extra thing to to think about. Yeah, to be excited about. So yeah, I mean, for me, it's yeah. That decision was oh, it wasn't easy. There was a lot of that went into it. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of self examination and figuring out exactly how I felt about everything. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and, like, I... 
I totally agree. It's not like, it's not like I'm like, oh, well, I've got that figured out. And now that's not a, a problem anymore. You know, like, of, of course, like, just because I'm like, aware that, like, of, of this pattern doesn't mean that it's like, completely gone. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, I don't think it will ever be completely gone. Right? That's always going to be something that's like, that comes up. You know, when, when you're not feeling great about yourself, do you turn to a relationship to try and fix it? Yeah. But then knowing that that is something that can happen is a huge part, right? Because then you can be, be aware of it. And so when it does happen, you can catch yourself in it and be like, oh, shit. I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm trying to, I, I'm having this issue and now I, I'm, you know, going on three dates this week because I'm trying to. Or whatever it is. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And to recognize that and being like, Be oh, wait. Be true with your intentions and your feelings and not... Yeah. Not kind of a... Yeah, like spiraling or just acting out. Because mm -hmm. you're like feeling needy at the time. Yeah. But being like, okay, this is like... This is how I feel. This is like, why I want to go on this date. Being like true with yourself and your intentions. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, so it's not... Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying that like... Yeah, I've I've got it all figured out and it's not a problem anymore. Um but what I am saying is I'm very aware of it now mm -hmm. and I've realized it and noticed it in the past and then fixed the pattern in the past. So it's like I know how to deal with it now and I yeah. know how to recognize when like oh, I'm I'm chasing a relationship instead of Letting it go and loving myself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, what was I going to say? There's, um, I mean, I've, I feel like I was thinking back to just chasing love and like, I can really only think of one time where like I truly chased love. Like a lot of times I'd be into someone, but like early on, they'd make it clear they weren't into me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that sucks and like it hurts, but... Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to try to convince you or like bend over backwards. Like, yeah. Get you to like me. Like, it's okay. Like, that's what it is. I'll move on. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, there was one time in college, uh, I kind of started dating this girl. Uh, it was only probably for like, I don't know, maybe like a handful of months. Mm hmm. I don't know, I'd say like one to three months. Mm hmm. Um, and then summer came. And, like, those mm. one or three months were good, but, like, we were just kind of, like, partying together and drinking together. We'd hook up every now and then. And then summer came, and I just did a terrible job at maintaining in touch with her. Yeah. Never called her, like, never tried to reach out or anything. Yeah. Totally, like, <laughs> totally my fault. Yeah. And then I expect that, like, when she came back, that we'd, like, kind of just start off where Pick where up we where were. you left off. Yeah. But three months had gone by. Yeah, it just wasn't quite like that. Three months had gone by. She was probably talking to someone else or had met somebody else. Or like, or those feelings are gone. It's been so long. Yeah, she wasn't. I don't entirely know. And like, and you guys were like apart for the whole summer, like in different, like like you went home and she went home to wherever that was. I'm assuming. Yeah, I stayed. I stayed at UCLA. I think she went back home. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she came back, and like we kind of were hanging out, and like I don't know. I think I was trying to like pick it back up again, but I could clearly see that like her feelings had changed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, this sucks. Like I, I just like totally bombed this. Yeah. And then uh, 
Yeah, but I just, I kept trying, like, she'd come back, and, like, I would just keep trying to, like, initiate, and, like, nothing would happen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was the one time I, like, actually, like, truly tried to chase, like, you know, the feeling of love that I had for somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, at the same time, it's, like, there were a lot of things that I had to work on myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wasn't, I wasn't a good communicator at that point, like, you know, I we talked to him for like three months. <laughs> like yeah. Let's time yeah, I was like, oh yeah, like I was just you know, stupid like college kid. It's like, oh yeah, let's just party all the time, like everything will be fine. Yeah. So I, I didn't put in the work to maintain the relationship. Yeah. Um yeah, then I paid the price for that and it was painful. It was it was a good learning experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a slap in the face, but hey <laughs> whenever you're in a situation like this, like make sure you you know keep in touch and like you know just just let them know that like you're still there and like you're thinking about them yeah it can be like anything just like a silly funny text or just you know just some form of communication yeah and so i mean i probably should have known that at the time but it just just wasn't wasn't what it was yeah at that time so yeah and that was that sucked (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah but I mean, this is life. I'll, I think everyone at some point goes through an experience like that or similar or even several. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah, just that feeling of, like, unrequited love. Mm-hmm. But that's just, that's how it goes. That's... <laughs> yeah. You have the good and the bad. Yeah. The two opposites. But it, it can be hard sometimes when, when it's, like, you realize that, like, okay, this person isn't into you anymore and then you just have to, like, let it go. Like... Why, why do we cling, you know, like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard because it's like, no, I don't want to let this go. I'm not ready to let this go. You are, but I'm not. Yeah. But it's like both parties have to be on the same page, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just our fundamental desire to, like, to be seen, be heard. Yeah. To, like, feel Because otherwise it's like. Feel loved. Yeah, you're, like, being rejected. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, so it's, it's like, oh, evolution. if I just, if I just cling, human evolution. if I just cling and keep trying, then like maybe the rejection won't actually happen. Maybe it'll change your mind, but it's like, yeah, it's also just like desperate hope too. Uh-huh. Cause you're like, oh, maybe if I just keep trying, like they'll eventually like change their mind. Yeah. But it's like, God, the like odds are, odds are definitely not in your favor. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. That probably rarely happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or even if it does, like, does it really last? Yeah. You know? Are they just like, is it like a sympathy? Yeah. Did you <laughs> just wear them down enough that they were finally like, fine, gosh, yeah. you know? Yeah. At that point, it's, your relationship's no longer based on like a mutual yeah, like, love or fondness for one another. Mm-hmm. Based on pity. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Yeah. That can be, that can be really hard. And so... Yeah, I guess that's just why I wanted to talk about that today because I I think that that can be really common and, you know, for anyone listening who's thinking about opening up their relationship or, you know, like reasons why to open one up, this is definitely one of those things maybe to like be aware of and to really look at. Like, am I wanting to open up my relationship or be in an open relationship or be non-monogamous? Is it truly because that's something that I want or am I, you know, playing into my insecurities? 
That's an important question. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's like the most fundamental question. Like, why am I, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the true cause or reason? It's it's not easy to answer all the time. It's not clear. It's not like no. It's not like I don't know. It's just like you feel it. The idea pops into your head. Like you, it takes some figuring out. Like mm-hmm. gotta figure out what's what's going on. Yeah. Inside it can definitely be messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it, we talk about, we've said often that there's like a certain level of self-awareness that comes along with like wanting to be polyamorous or wanting to be non-monogamous for the most part. I mean, there could be plenty, plenty of people out there who just decide to do it without really thinking about it. Um, but yeah, there, there's like a certain level of self-awareness because you really have to ask these questions because if you don't, then it's not it's not going to work. Maybe it will for a little while, but you'll soon realize that, like, yeah, maybe you aren't doing it for the right reason or, you know, you're attracting, like, the wrong kind of people. So I think, yeah, this is one of those questions, and this is that, like, goes along with that, like, self-awareness that we've talked about a lot. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people, I mean, I think, I actually think, yeah, when most people fall in love, of course, like, they want to, like, have a family and have kids, and that gives them another level of, like, fulfillment, and, you know, these two layers, they give you, like, a child to love, or children, depending on how many you have, and, yeah, I mean, that's, like, most people make up their minds probably somewhat early on in life, maybe their teens, mm-hmm. maybe a little older, I don't know, it doesn't really matter, but they, they make up their minds at some point, like, that's what they want, but, yeah, it is hard to, like, really go against that, that status quo and, like, really truly think about what you want out mm-hmm. of life. Yeah, not what you've been told to want. Yeah, but it's also, like, I'm actually not 100% sure about this, but I think it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, like, there is, like, evolutionary reasons as to, like, why, you know, humans, like, fall in love. It's, it's to, like, reproduce. Yeah. And, like, keep the species going. Yeah. But, I guess at the same time, if, if the world is uh, already, you know, highly populated and populations exponentially growing it's like <laughs> is that need uh, serving us anymore or is that like evolutionary need serving the us? need to fall in love no well, the need to, to have kids oh yeah so there's the love aspect and then it's like to reproduce like well but it's not just logical, to like, like reproduce stuff. the planet it's like to keep your your own like because yeah if it was just like to to keep the population generally then like no then maybe it would be different but there's there's that need to like keep your own blood line going yeah i think that's what what it is yeah that's that's interesting i've actually never personally felt that desire yeah i don't know why but it's like just haven't Mm -hmm. well i think that's also kind of like a a dated thinking too and it's really like like very ego driven like oh I've got to keep my bloodline going on and 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's... So, yeah, it's a feeling of importance. You, you feel yeah. like your bloodline's superior, so you need to, like... Yeah, I feel like that's a super ego, ego-driven ego thing. And But, I mean, that's the way that, like, people thought for, like, like hundreds of years. Like, especially men, you know? They were like, oh, we have to keep the bloodline going. And it's like, why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm less into that. I'm more of just, like, in... I'm more into, like, what... Like, how much good, like, how much positivity can I bring? It doesn't have to be, like, within my own bloodline, but it just has to be put out into the world. Yeah. And I'll be content with that. Yeah. Not everything has to be just, like, mine or, like, within my possession or from me. Yeah. Like, I guess, yeah, I just, I think it's related to, like, that feeling of, like, just not being possessive. Like, I just don't have that desire to ever, like, I don't want to, like, protect the things I love, but I'm, like, I don't feel like a... I feel like it's domineering almost, like, oh, mm-hmm. I, you're mine, like, I need you. Yeah. Like, to me, there's also, there's, like, a neediness there. Yeah. Because, like, you, it's like a control. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You can't, you're, like, unwilling to give up control. You feel like you need to, like, control everything because. Yeah. I don't know, it's just, yeah, it makes you feel uh, less anxious. Mm-hmm. More powerful, I don't know. I don't know what the actual reason would be, but. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's why sometimes. Like, people, yeah, people get really possessive over their their partners in Mm. monogamous relationships. And just, like, in general, you know, we've all seen that. People get possessive of their partners, and they get really mad. Like, you talked to who? You went out with who? You know, like, stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, that goes back to a level of, like, like control, but also, and then, like, what we talked about in jealousy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so part of it, yeah, triggers an insecurity. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Then, yeah, triggers insecurity and anxiety, which come on jealousy and control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where were we going with that? I think we just went off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something about, like... The free love tangent. No, so it was something about... Um, you said something about, like, evolution oh. and... I oh, I was, just, I was just saying, like... I don't know, I just have a random thought, somewhat related that, mm-hmm. like, the evolu- like the evolutionary reason that, like, humans fall in love is to reproduce and keep the species going. Well, I don't know, because, like, animals have that same instinct, but do they fall in love? I mean, but <laughs> they're also, like, more primitive, not as complex as human beings. So? So it's... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they feel love for a split second, and they have like a. <laughs> I, don't I don't think there's a lot we don't know about like, like we see like the simple interactions of animals and like their behavior patterns. Yeah, they're not nearly as complex as, as humans, but who knows about the emotional state of animals? No, know. no. But I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't know if like love is necessarily the evolutionary, like, because like that's what I'm saying. Like animals, do they fall in love? I don't think so, but they still have those same instincts. So I don't. I think yeah. love is different. Oh, you think it's like, do you think it's like completely unrelated to reproduction or just maybe somewhat related but not? Somewhat? No, it's definitely somewhat related. But you're sure. saying there's also, there's like more like spiritual or yeah. other reasons, not just purely evolutionary. Yeah, because I mean, evolutionary, that's, that's literally, that's like attraction. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say love. I would say attraction is the evolutionary Thing because yes, you can look at like there are certain traits 
like, God, I took a psychology class in college, like, and we had a whole, like, section on this. Like, you know, there's a reason why, like, men are always going for, like, younger women, but it's literally because the younger they are, the more fertile they are, the more years that they have to be fertile. It's, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, there's, there's certain reasons why, like, men and women are attracted to certain kinds of traits. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that love is the evolutionary, like, thing to keep the population going. It's like attraction is. Love is different. I think I think it's related. I think attraction is what initially gets you together, and then love is what holds it together, keeps it together. Yeah, but I don't think that, like, evolutionary thing you're talking about, I don't think it's love. I think it's just attraction. Okay. There's a car okay. going off. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear that, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, it's short-lived. Yeah. Oh, too bad. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was, it was more of just a, a theory. Yeah. More of just a thought. I mean, to me it makes sense. No, it does. Especially if you want to, like, you know, maintain a, a strong family unit. You need to, like, it's important to, like, love one another and like feel committed to that person yeah to be able to like raise a child together yeah but yeah i didn't i didn't take in a psychology class i haven't read up on it but then we could go to (laughs) back in the day it used to be i mean we've talked about this you know like it it didn't used to be family units it used to be tribes and everyone took care of everyone so yeah there's that too so really you don't need to be in love you don't so love is something different. Right? If you're if you're in a tribe, you don't need to be in love with your partner to want to make things work. You have the whole tribe to help raise this child. So you don't need just that like one partner. Oh, I'd have to think about it more. Boom! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point, but yeah. I'd, I wasn't thinking back to like the tribal days. I was thinking, yeah, more Well, yeah, but if, it, if you're talking about an evolutionary thing, then you have to look at how did this evolve to where we are now. Yeah. But I wonder, like, has... There's books on this. I need to, I need like to find and just like read it. Also and then we'll have, we'll have a whole, a whole episode just uh, on yeah. that. Cause this has come up like a couple times. Yeah. I don't really want to go more into this cause I'm just like speculating at this point. Yeah. But it's interesting. Well, we both kind of are, uh, but I know there's books about it. So maybe, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll find one and we'll read it and then we'll have a discussion about <laughs> it. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It is an interesting uh, thought experiment though. It is. And well, and it's come up. For us, like, what, twice now? Maybe even three times? Yeah. So, clearly, we need to, like, look this up and, and have a whole episode about it. So, maybe we will. Um, but, okay. Let's get back on track to... Chasing someone's love. <laughs> Chasing someone's love. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, we got off on a whole tangent, and now I'm like, where were we? What were we doing I guess so. I guess I was thinking a little bit, like when you were first talking. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what for you? Like, what do you think? Like, say, say you just like you reached a point where you just you felt 
you know, like very, it felt like a high level of self-work, a high level of self, self-love. Mm-hmm. Like, do you still feel like you would need to like, or you'd still want to pursue relationships outside of this, like this newfound, like wholeness? Well, yeah, because I feel like, I feel like I'm there. Like, I, I don't think there's ever like being like, oh, I, there's this perfect point where I love myself completely and whatever, like, yeah. you know, like there's always, there's always going to be moments of, of doubt and feeling unworthy and all that stuff. Like it, it's always going to be there. Yeah. So there is no like, I've made it, I'm done. Like it's always going to be there. But I do think, like what you were saying, like I feel like I'm in a really good place right now where I have some of the like most self-confidence that I've ever had and self-love that I've ever had and self-worth that I've ever had. So, but even, even though that's where I feel like I am, I still know that, I mean, it's, it's taken me a really long time and it's taken a lot of work to get to this point. Mm -hmm. So I know that like, this is always going to be an underlying like issue and like just something that I'm always going to have to be aware of and always have to look at. Yeah. So yeah, like it's always going to be there. Just how present, how strong its presence is, is going to vary from, you know, day to day, year to year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just, this is common. This is what every person experiences. Yeah. To, some, to varying degrees. Yeah, it's something that, like, we're, we all struggle with and we all have to work on. Yeah. Again, varying degrees. Some people maybe struggle with it more than others. Um, but, yeah, it's something that everyone ha- has to, like, work on and think about. Or should. Or maybe they just don't realize that they need to. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's why we're always, like, we're always, we're just social creatures, always seeking out new new relationships or, yeah, just new connections with other people. Mm-hmm. That's how we're programmed. <laughs> yep. It's just how we're programmed. It's hard for, it's hard for a lot of people just to be lone wolves just out there on their own. Some yeah. Some people do it, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely not the uh, common way. Yeah, no, it's like we, we need, we need those connections. We need those, those friendships, those relationships. That's how we survive. You know, you can't do it completely on your own. As much as you try, you just yeah. can't. Yeah. So yeah, I think, yeah, I guess uh, moral of the story is <laughs> if you are, wanting to open up a relationship or be non-monogamous just to really think about the why behind it. Um, yeah. And make sure that it's, it's because it's something that you really want and not just because it plays into, it's like a bandaid fixed in insecurity. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We touched on that a little bit too in the, the true intentions episode. Yeah, yeah, we did. Came at it from a different angle, but... Yeah. <clears throat> the point was the same, like, really know why you would want to do this, or... Yeah. Yeah, just, just consider, just, like, think about, I don't know, what your what your emotional and, like, state is, what your 
about how your self-worth, like what your level of self-worth is, mm-hmm. how do you feel about yourself, like really like get a good gauge and understanding of like where you stand and then, yeah. and then make that decision. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it's it's also something that has just been on my mind lately too because we are about to start dating again, you know? And yeah. so it's like keeping that in mind, like when we do start dating, to just have that, you know, kind of on the front of my mind, like, okay, how how am I really feeling about this? How is that the other person feeling about me? And am I... Am I chasing something that I don't need to yeah. be chasing, yeah. you know? Hmm. All right, that is it. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said earlier, next week we are going to be talking about astrology. And it's actually a really, really fun episode. And Mike and I learned a lot about ourselves and about each other through this episode. So we are really excited to share that with you. So stay tuned next week. As always, if you feel called to, please subscribe to um, our podcast and rate it. Hopefully a five-star rating, but please um, leave a review, leave a rating, subscribe. And if you'd like to reach out to us, um, you can. My Instagram is at underscore elisa.janelle. And you can also email us at polyplusamore equals us8 at gmail.com. All right. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next week.